Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. Yeah, so thankful for you. Amen. Let's worship together this morning. You're welcome to come to the front if you'd like to worship at the front. A river of living water, a fountain that never will run dry. Come on, it's an open heaven. It's an open heaven. You're releasing, and we will never be denied. We're stirring up. Come on, everybody. We're stirring up deep, deep wells. Stir it up deep, deep waters. We're going to dance in the river. Dance in the river. Because we're stirring up deep, deep. Well, stir it up. Stir it up deep, deep waters. We're going to jump in the river. Jump in the river. Deep cries out. Deep cries out to. Deep cries out. Deep cries out to. We cry out. We cry out to you, Jesus. And I've got a river of living water, a fountain that never will run dry. Come on, it's an open heaven, everybody. It's an open heaven. You're releasing, and we will never be denied. Come on, we're stirring up. Everybody say. Stirring up deep, deep waters. We'll declare it today. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're going to dance in the river. Dance in. We're stirring up. Stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. Gonna jump, jump in the red deep cries, yeah, deep cries out, deep cries out to, deep cries out, deep cries out to, we cry out, we cry out to you, Deep cries, deep cries out, deep cries out to, deep cries out, deep cries out to, we cry out, we cry out to you, Jesus. And we're falling into deeper waters, calling out to you. Come on, we're walking in, we're walking into deeper waters, going after you. Come on, put your hands together this morning. Come on, we didn't come to have church. We come to be the church of God. We've come to declare as the ecclesia that God's power is falling over our region, over our families. Father, we welcome your glory into this room today. We welcome your power into this room today. Father, have your way today. Come on, say, have your way today. Come on, have your way today, Father. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Come, we're going to break through today. We're going to press into all that he has for us. Are you ready? Yeah, we worship you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify you. We lift up your name. We magnify you, Jesus. Oh, you're so good to us, God. So good to us, God. 
Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, we're stirring up deep wells. Yeah, we're stirring it up today. For well, the Bible says, stir up the gift of God on the inside of you. Oh, we're stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. Gonna jump in the river. Jump in. We're stirring up. We're stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna dance in the river. Dance in the. Come on, one more time. Stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna jump in the river jump in the river cause deep cries out deep cries out to deep cries out deep cries out to we cry out we cry out to you jesus well give the lord some praise come on hallelujah hallelujah we worship you jesus thank you lord thank you lord father we just worship you Hallelujah. Through you, I can do anything. And I can do all things. Because it's you who gives me strength. Nothing is impossible. Through you, blind eyes are open. Strongholds are broken. Yeah, I am living by faith. Nothing is impossible. Yeah, nothing is impossible. Yeah. But I'm not going to live by what I see. I'm not going to live by what I see. No, no. And I'm not going to live by what I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deep down, I, I know that you're here with me. Yes. And I know that you can do anything. Through you, I can do anything. Can do all things. Oh, because it's you who gives me strength. And nothing is impossible. Through you, blind eyes are open. And strongholds are broken. I am living by faith. Nothing is impossible. We bless you, Jesus. Nothing is impossible. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm not going to live by what I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not gonna live by what I feel. Oh, deep down I I know that you're here with me. Yes, you are. I know that you can do anything. Come on, shout it out to you. I can do it. Can do all things. I can do all things. Yeah. Cause it's you who gives me strength Nothing is impossible Through you blind eyes are And strongholds Come on, I'm living by faith 
Nothing is impossible. I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe in you. Cause I believe, I believe. Yes, we do. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe, yes we do, Lord. I believe, I believe in you. Through you, I can do anything. Yes, we can. I can do all things. Cause it's you who gives me strength Nothing is impossible Through you blind eyes are open Come on, I'm living by faith Living by faith Nothing is impossible I believe, I believe I believe, I believe in you I believe, I believe I believe, I believe in you. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We serve a good God, huh? Thank you, Lord. Come on, just lift your hands in the room. Father, we just worship you this morning. You're such a good God. Powerful God. We lift you up and magnify you today. You unravel me. With the melody, you surround me with the song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fear is gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear. child of God. Come on, let's say I'm no longer, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Yes. Oh, child of God. From my mother's womb, have chosen me love has called my name I've been born again into your family your blood flows through my veins come on let's say it today I'm no longer a slave to fear a child of God. Oh, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Yes, I am a child of God. Oh, yes, we are. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, I am a child of God. Come on, declare it today. Slave to fear. 
God. And today you may feel like you're a slave to fear. Can I tell you this morning, you're free. You're free. You're delivered. God is with you to never leave you or forsake you. He's fighting your battles for you. I don't care what you brought in here. You don't have to take it back with you. You can leave it here at the altar, and you can experience freedom. The choice is yours. Who this Choose you this day whom you will serve. Fear or will you have faith? And the Lord says today, have faith, my child, for I am with you, declares the Lord. Come on, somebody. And oh, whoa. before that line about you split the sea so I could walk right through it is probably the most invigorating expression I have ever heard in worship in my entire life and I grew up in church okay that is a word uh, pastor I really want to do it again if we can because we already know so you already know the sickness is already you're already free from that you're already free from this you already but you are also no longer a slave to yourselves. Our biggest problem is ourself. And if we will just get out of the way and let God do what he wants to do, he will take you through that sea. He'll take you through your fear. He'll take you through your insecurity. He'll take you through your unworthiness. Do you understand or your self-inflicted unworthiness? Because that's a word too, right? So I want to sing that song again. And it even talks about the moment from your mother's womb. Like, hello, it's Mother's Day. From that very single moment, he already knew what sea you were going to have to face, and he already parted it for you. Amen? So I want you to get a hold of that this morning while we sing it again. Identify the sea that you're scared to walk through and know that it's already been parted. All you have to do is go like this. That's it. One step can change your life. And I encourage you, if you want to walk down that sea right there and come up here this morning and just love on him, 
a little extra for the things that he has done for you and set us free from that we never have to go back to ever, never, ever. There's no, there's nothing stopping you except for yourself. So I encourage you this morning and then I'll be back with you in a minute. Come on, let's sing this again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You unravel me with the melody. You surround me with the song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. And I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. And I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Love has called my name. I've been born again into your family. Your blood flows through my veins. Yes, it does. I'm no longer a slave. Come on, think about it. Oh, I am a child of God. Yes, I'm no longer a slave. child of God. Come on, I'm no longer, I'm no longer It's free today. Yes, it is. I am a child of God. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, your children, kingdom kids, crowned with destiny, crowned with purpose. We break off depression, we break off oppression. Receive kingdom identity, receive purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Receive freedom, freedom. Could walk right through it. Come on. My feet. 
protect the love. Yeah, you rescued me so I could stand and sing. I am a child of God. Come on, you split the sea. Everybody say, you split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love. Perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand and see. I am a child of God. Oh, I am a child of God. Yes, I am a child. Oh, I am. I am. I am. A child of God. Oh, I am. A child of God. Oh, come on one more time. I am. A child of God. Well, if you believe it, clap your hands and give the Lord a praise. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You need, some of you just need to shake off religion and shake off a false identity. The devil has put this, this identity in your mind of who you think you are. And let me announce to you who you are. You are loved. You're free. Come on, you're rich. You're successful. You're favored. Come on, some of you think you're on the bottom of the totem pole and no one will ever notice you. I've got to tell you today, God notices you. So break off shame, break off inferiority, break off fear. Fear is a liar. Come on, I said fear is a liar. So break it off today. Break it off today. Break off religion. Religion will keep you down and defeated and under a spirit of death. But freedom is liberating. Freedom feels incredible. When you know that Jesus loves you, man, I tell you, it changes your life. Changes your world. Changes everything about you because one encounter in his presence, every, it just accelerates you into the next place that God has for you. So shake it off, y'all. Shake it off. If you got to shake it off physically, do it because God is doing something here today. You have life today because your mama pushed you out. You could at least push something else out. You could at least push out your victory, push out the success. You can do something. Amen. Push out religion. Push out religion. Religion says what? Less. Revival says more. Revival says I want more. What? More of what? More of God. Not music. Not even the word. More of him. Because he is the word. So I want you to lift your hands if you can. Father, we want more today. We want we shake off religion. We shake off the feeling of defeat. We shake off yesterday. We shake off last week. We cut the tie of our past today. And we move into victory. We move into freedom. Come on, receive victory right now, right where you are. Some of you feel defeated. The devil is a liar. Father, we just receive right now from you peace and grace and mercy right now flows from the God of heaven. 
flows into your life right now. Favor flows into you right now. Favor flows into you right now. Father, we thank you for uncommon favor in this house today. Father, we worship you. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you for what you're doing today. Father, we love you. Come on, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. You're a great God, mighty God, worthy of our praise, worthy of our worship, worthy, 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 worthy. Father, we take a notice today. We want you. We want you today, Father. We need you today, Father. We need you today, Father. We need you to break into this space. We need you to break into our families, break into our businesses, break into our jobs, God. We need your power and your presence to flow, to shake us, to shift us, to move us into into forward momentum. We thank you. Come on, lift your hands across the room today. Oh, we receive from you today. We receive from you today. Revival says more. Religion says less. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We magnify you today. We glorify you today. Oh, you're the reason why we came today. Oh, we pour out our praise today. about it you give hope you restore yes you do oh so we say of you jesus great are you lord come on it's your breath it's your breath in our lives pour out your breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise yeah come on praise him we worship you Jesus great are you Lord great great are you Lord we'll say all the earth all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing Shouts your praise, our hearts will cry. These bones will break. Are you Lord? Come on, all the earth, all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's 
your breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise your breath pour out pour out pour out our praise oh it's your breath so we pour out our praise praise him come on thank you for it father great are you lord 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 thank you jesus come on just begin to worship him right where you are come on hallelujah come on worship him come on worship him worship him worship him Come on, worship him. That's all right. Come on, worship him. Come on, worship him. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify you. Ancient of days, bright and morning star. We love you. We love you. Come on, worship him. Come on, worship him. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We magnify you, glorify you. Oh, bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Oh, we honor you, Jesus. Oh, oh, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you. You're amazing, God. You're amazing God, amazing God. Oh, we love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We Some of you need to join us here in the altar. There's plenty of room. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
Oh, we bless you. 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 What are you doing, Pastor John? I'm waiting on the Lord. Oh, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, we love you, bless you. You're magnificent, you're glorious. We love you. Take a moment and love on him. Take a moment. Break in. Break into this room. Into this room. Into our hearts. Into our hearts. Break into this room. Into this room with your glory. With your glory. Break into this room. Break into this room. Break into this room, into this room, Lord, break into this room, into this room with your glory, with your glory. Oh, break into this room, into this room, into this room, into this room, oh, into this room, to this room with your glory. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, this is this is a there's glory in the room. Oh. Come on, lift your hands. Well, Pastor, I don't lift my hands. I don't care. Do something you've never done before. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We break into this room. Break into this room. Shift our hearts. Change our minds. Wreck us with your glory, with your glory, with your glory, with your glory. Oh, break into this room, break into this room, break into this room, break into this room with your glory, with your glory. Reminded of a scripture in the Bible where They loaded up this guy on a cot and the room was filled with people where Jesus was preaching. And these guys cut a hole in the roof and lowered their friend to see Jesus. That's a desperate people wanting to get their friend to the master. I wonder if anybody in the room will cut a hole in the top of the roof of your life and say, God, come and fill me. Fill me. Fill me with your fire. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your grace. Fill me with your anointing. I can't do this thing called life any longer by myself. 
with every head bowed and every eye closed in the room today, if you're away from God, if you have backed away from your relationship with your Heavenly Father, if you're backslided, is a, is, is a term that most Christian people use. If you consider yourself a backslider, <laughs> let me just tell you, God doesn't consider yourself that. But if, if you're far from God, if your relationship with Him is distant, I want you to throw your hand up in the air right now. Come on, throw your hand up in the air right now. You say, Pastor John, I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm away from God. And some of you are scared, and that's all right, but I see, I see, I see. It's all right. So, Father, right now, you know every single heart in this room, and you know those that, those that are watching. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Fill them right now, right where they are. Change their life. Shift their hearts. We accept you as our Savior, as our Lord, right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. We lift you up, glorify you, magnify you, worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't, there really are no words appropriate at this moment except for thank you, God, for the experience we just had with you in a matter of minutes. And that's just an eyelash of what it is that he's trying to show us and give to us. And I'm just so thankful that you're all here to share it with us. Look around you. This room is beautifully full. And, and the best is really yet to come because this is just the beginning. So I'm thankful that you're all here in this moment, this beautiful, pure moment that we got to experience as a family this morning. And um, you just keep... <laughs> So we're going to uh, just go over a couple of things real quick. You can find your seats. Just stay, stay, stay with me, right? <laughs> uh, we want to remind you that Lydia Stanley will be here next weekend. That's Friday at 7 and Saturday at 10 a.m. So please make sure that you make some plans on the calendar to be able to be here with us we don't want you to miss it and then of course open heavens is coming in june uh, and that's the 24th through the 27th it's in beaumont at the holiday inn and then sunday morning we'll meet back here to just seal everything that god did for us in that experience amen and not just what he did for us but seal our thankfulness for him meeting us there and speaking to our lives and our hearts and moving upon every single person that's represented at that event. Amen? So um, we want to do just a couple things this morning in reference to Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers in the house. Can all my moms stand for a second, please? Just stand on up, mamas. Yes, God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. 
We have um, some goodies for you there in the back at the information booth, so please make sure that you stop and get one of those. And I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some help from back here. Um, Miss Pat, we want to thank you for what you do for all of us here in this house. You are the first mama. And church, if you don't understand that what happens here is an extension of this woman and how she loves her, our pastors, how she raised them, what she imparted to them, I'm here to tell you that's where it comes from. So we say happy Mother's Day to her and we'll give her her treat as well. And um, I just want to thank you guys for being here this morning. I'm glad we got to experience this time with you. If you're believing for the blessing of motherhood in your life, don't give up. It's coming. And to all the mamas at TGP who have changed my life in the last year, I honor you as well. Amen? Get excited. Get involved. Because the best is coming and you don't want to miss it. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Say I'm blessed. Yes, you are. Again, thank you for being here this morning. If this is your first time, God bless you. Uh, we're honored to have you. Uh, again, happy Mother's Day. To all the mamas, to my mama, God bless you. We love you. We honor you. Thank you for being who you are. I put that on Facebook today. A radical woman. Well, thank you. And um, that's that. Amen. She's doing what she does. And so we're glad to have each of you here. And uh, today's a good day. Thank you for, um, lower that just a little bit. Thank you for, uh, that. Well, bless the Lord. Go on with it. Hallelujah. Give her more. <laughs> Y'all stretch your hands this way. Let's just let the Holy Ghost do what he does. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We can still do this. It's all right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The fullness of all that our Father has is yours. Thank you, Jesus. Pour it out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord wants to do this to every single mother in the room. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I want to give you an opportunity to give today. If you want to, you should want to always give, um, even if it's 50 cents. Amen. And uh, if you want to give this morning, you can give by check. Make a check out TGP. If you need an offering envelope, just rave your hand. And uh, Brother Scott has the envelopes for you. And uh, thank you so much for your giving. Most of us give on text to give, and I appreciate it. But um, if, if you're doing uh, text to give, it's 936 261 8142. Of course, it's on the screens behind me. Thank you so much. For your giving god is good amen 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 hallelujah <clears throat> amen while you're while you're getting ready to give uh um i want to just briefly mention i just came back from uh arizona most of you know that and i want to thank the worship team and pastor jeff for preaching last week i understand he did better than i do and so um thank you jeff and the question I think he asked us was, uh, how does your garden grow, right? How does your garden grow? Is it, go is it growing okay? Amen. Did you get the weeds out? 
I had when I was sitting there waiting on my Uber uh, on Sunday morning, listening because I was two hours behind you guys, and uh, I was sitting there listening. Uh, I had to make sure I didn't have any weeds in my garden. You know, sometimes life will um, make you. Sometimes you get a little critical and judgmental. Yeah, or am I the only one? And you start looking at other people's gardens and not tending to your own garden. And before you know it, you got a bunch of weeds and it looks like a hot mess. And the Lord came in last Sunday and cleaned that up. Amen. And so we're going to focus on what we're doing, not on what everybody else is doing. Amen. And so, um, <clears throat> so thank you for giving. That was your um, appetizer before the message. And so we do, we do have treats for all the ladies today. Uh, they're in the back on the way out the door. You can get that. I think Sarah said that. Um, but once you grab your Bible, we're going to go to Revelation chapter number three. And, um, and we're gonna, we're, I'm going to start a series called The Religion Breaker. It's crooked. <laughs> Amen. There we go. Nope. It's okay. We're going to start a series, um, I don't know, today, tomorrow, uh, next week, who knows. But it's going to be called the religion breaker, and one thing that I that I um, you know to be quite honest with you, am I missing anything before I start this? Am I good? Okay, Betty and Jim, welcome. So good to have you today. So good to see you guys. All the way from Victoria. Wow, they win the, the furthest. Yes, so glad to have them. Oh well, she's not here. Yeah, she's not here. She's watching, though. Hi, Laura. Um, and also, of course, we have a new couple in the house. Do y'all know who got married yesterday? Y'all know? That's Jeff and Angie. If y'all want to stand and wave, give the wave. Jeff's standing. Oh, there's Angie right there. Flash that ring, girl. Flash that ring. Shoot. So proud of them and all that God is doing through them in this season. And Angie was a beautiful bride. Amen. And so if you missed it, I think it's on our YouTube. Maybe you can watch the, maybe it's not, I don't know. I'm getting an eye, so it probably isn't. But, um, <clears throat> and so I think it was live streamed. I think it was. I just don't know where it's at, but we'll have to find it. And so all, the, all you guys that served and participated and, and came to the wedding, and it takes a village to pull something like that off. And so thank you all so much uh, for being a part of that um, incredible time. And I heard, yeah, I know. All by herself, bless her heart. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Robin. Where you were. Amen. Can you hand me my tea? Amen. We're going to start a series called The Religion Breaker. And one thing I have to say, um, you, can pay, you can just move that toward me. If they don't want it, move it toward me. I like fans. Um. Amen. I went to Arizona, um, and I'm, I was just going to check out the, the facility and really get some ideas on what we can do to move our ministry to the next level. And um, was really blessed and encouraged uh, by the pastors. They're going to be with us for Open Heavens. Most of you know that. I was really blessed and encouraged uh, by the pastors and by their worship team. It was a wonderful experience, and I want to encourage you, if you're able to go to Arizona this summer and experience what God is doing there, 
They have Revival Weekend every first weekend of the month. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, tickets out of, out of um, Jack Brooks is not really all that expensive. Um, and so I want to encourage you to take some time to do that. Um, I was thoroughly impressed with the level of excellence and the level of anointing. You know, it's really great when you go to, you find a spot, a place, a church that can have an excellent presentation, but also full of the power of the Holy Ghost. A lot of churches today have a great presentation, but no power. They've got a form of godliness, but they deny the power. And, um, and I was just, just, just blessed. So I do want to also thank you guys for allowing me to go. Um, I didn't use the church money, but I did, but you guys was allowed me to go and y'all took care of church last week. And I think this is the, my first time back in the pulpit in three weeks. So thank you for, um, letting me take a short little break, but I came back wiser and stronger and with more clarity and I'm ready to go. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so we're going to do this thing. Say, let's go. Revelation chapter number three. Hallelujah. We're going to start this thing. And I want to make sure everyone understands when I say the religion breaker, I'm not talking about about a denomination. Okay. I'm not talking about denomination. There is a, there is a, when you accept Jesus into your heart, you accept a relationship, not religion. Man turns it into religion. So before we go to Revelation 3, let me give you a, 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 an example of what religion looks like. And you don't need to turn there, but Matthew chapter 11, verse number 16 says this, To what should I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces who call out to other children, we played the flute for you, but you didn't dance. We sang a, a lament, but you didn't mourn. So they're saying here, we, 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 we played a, a flute, and we, you, you should have really danced, and we mourned with you, but you didn't mourn. Religion says less, revival says more. So religion will tell you, you don't have to clap, you don't have to shout, you don't have to do anything but sit there and look dead. Revival says more. Everybody say more. more. Revelation 3. There's three groups of people in the land today, in America, in the church, three groups of people. <clears throat> We've got people who are stone cold. These represent folks who are the lost. The ones outside these walls, they're lost, they're away from God, and they need God, yes. And uh, today's message isn't really for them. We love them at TGP. They are our assignment. Amen. Souls are what we're assigned for. Amen. We're either soul winners or not. Yes. Yes. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> so cold people are people that we want to introduce to the fire of God. That burns on the inside of us. Okay. That's the first set of people. <clears throat> the second group is what I like to call the lukewarm crowd. And then the third group is the burning people. So three groups, cold, lukewarm, and burning. So today's message is not focused on the loss, although we love them. 
We believe God wants to save them, heal them, deliver them, set them free. And we're, of course, we're called to reach them. But today's message is about us. About us. I had to, when I got back from Arizona, I, I had, to, had to investigate my heart. So this message today, it's not nothing new, Betty. It's not a new message. So I'm not going to give you anything new. Sorry. <laughs> nothing new, nothing glamorous. It's a very easy, simple message. But it's a message with timeless truth that each one of us in this room needs to hear. And I'm going to watch my time. I know it's Mother's Day, so we'll get you the lubies. Many voices have preached a message similar to this before me, and they probably do a better job. But this is the heart of God. So we said three types of people, cold people, those who do not know God, those who have never encountered God's love, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Then we have lukewarm people. I realized when I was in Arizona that I may have been lukewarm. And if I'm lukewarm, there's a bunch of folk around me who are lukewarm. And I wasn't judging myself and no, and I wasn't measuring myself based upon their praise and their worship. But man, just looking at how God moved and the way that he moved, I had to consider, are you lukewarm? And so when I got back, I said, Lord, I need a word. And he gave me a word, and I'm going to give that to you in a moment. But Revelation chapter 3. And you know where I'm going, verse number 15. It says, I know all that you do, and if you need to know the translation that I'm reading out of, of course, it's the passion. It says, I know all that you do, and I know that you're neither frozen in apathy nor fervent, fervent with passion. How I wish you were either one or the other, but because you're neither cold nor hot but lukewarm, I'm about to spit you from my mouth. For you claim I'm rich... For you claim that I'm rich, meaning you're rich, and getting richer, and you don't need a thing, yet you're clueless that you're miserable, poor, blind, barren, and naked. So I'm sitting in my home thinking, lukewarm. So lukewarm simply means that I can go to church and not feel anything. It means I'm sitting there numb and your pastor, your worship leader, whoever, whatever church you may attend, maybe this one, maybe another one, could be pouring their guts out and you don't feel a thing because you're numb. Life has made you numb and you don't, you could be sitting next to your wife and in word only you say, baby, I love you, but ain't nothing, you ain't feeling nothing. And you should be, and, and you, we become so familiar with the pastor. We, come, we become so familiar with the beautiful worship team. We become so familiar with the church that we attend that we no longer even respect and honor what they're trying to do. See, this lukewarm group are the folks who become familiar with church. They've become familiar with each other. They don't even honor each other anymore. Well, that's just Maryland. Well, that's just Patricia. That's how she is. Come on, Pastor. Diane's just crying again. 
Amen. Oh, Carl Kaufman, send me another text message. Come on, we become familiar with each other. When we should be loving each other, we're numb to even each other and even the move of God. When you, how do you know when you're in a lukewarm relationship, you don't feel nothing? You don't feel nothing. So this is the group who have been in church, if not all their life, and most of their life. They've been familiar with the power of God. They have experienced the glory and the fire of God, but their hearts have grown lukewarm. And I battled this because I was thinking, you know what? Is it lukewarm or are they really, really cold? Some folk are, t are, are close, getting closer to the frozen chosen. And that's what religion will do to you if you're not careful. Religion will say, sit there, do nothing. They're not talking to you. <laughs> you're too old to clap. You're too old. To, you're too old. Hey, all you old folk, quit saying I'm old. That's a word for somebody. Break that off. Amen. The Bible says that you shall renew your strength. So familiarity is a dangerous place to be in. There is a danger when everything becomes familiar because familiarity breeds dishonor. Familiarity says, well, I sense uh, this. Uh, I've been in church all my life. I really don't need to listen to pastor. He's only speaking to the youngins. Or I really don't need to worship God. He knows my heart. When you become familiar, the voice that you once honored and cherished begins to diminish out of your life. You get married and you're all lovey-dovey. Oh, baby, I just, whatever, whatever, whatever. I wouldn't know. But I'm next, right? <laughs> I told someone the other day, because everyone kept asking, when are you going next? I said, look, I'm buying a shirt. It's going to say, I'm next. Quit asking me. But we become so familiar with, the, with church and with the move of God and the power of God that it no longer impacts us anymore. It no longer, speaking in tongues, what the? Yeah, that's an expression that the Holy Spirit gives us. And if you don't like it, baby, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you're religious. But this group that I'm talking about once spoke in tongues, once clapped, once loved the presence of God, but now when it gets a little too much, they get a little, I'm not sure if that's God, Pastor John. Why do you have to scream, Pastor John? Why do you have to speak in tongues, Pastor John? Why do you have to sing so loud and so long? Oh, my God, my feet hurt. Pastor John. That's religion. Jesus, there's a, Jesus came. Religious people hated Jesus. Religious people crucified Jesus. They walked around saying, who does he think he is? 
They thought they had it all together. Religion. Familiarity works against the move of God. And let me tell you guys, let me encourage you, don't fall into the trap of familiarity. Don't fall into the trap of family. You will, you will get to a point where you don't even know them anymore. And one day you'll wake up and be careful. Honor your family. Honor your mother, your father. And for the most part, we, we, we have, there's a lot of sleeping folk. Let's just be real. There's a lot of folk who are dead, asleep, and they're in these sugar theme parks called churches who just give you a sugar diet. They make you feel good. You giggle a little bit, but you leave with nothing. You don't leave with any tools to bind the devil. And when hell hits you, you've got nobody to stand with you and pray with you and fight hell. And I can say this because I know, because a lot of big churches around here, their people come here for prayer. They come here to get a miracle. They come here for people to lay hands on them. They come here looking for more. We don't need any, any more theme parks, churches. So lukewarm people have made a decision to no longer push or contend for more of God in their life. You're okay with just, I'm just ready to go to heaven. When is the rapture coming? That's religion. Jesus said, I've got work for you to do. I've given you my power. I've given you my authority. Go and do. But people, Christians especially, have become so comfortable and happy with doing nothing and experiencing nothing. And these people have become lukewarm. They once had a burning passion for God. They once were the first ones to arrive at church and the last ones to leave. They would spend hours at the altar on their face before God. They were the ones who annoyed everyone with their shout and everyone with their dance, but now they sit and they refuse to even lift a hand. Come on, this is a message for us. This is a message for us. If this is your first time, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, but I'm talking to our house today because I'm, I want to push us forward. I want to make sure that our hearts are beating and we can feel the power of God. Too many folks in the church there seeking a good time and not a God encounter. I've expressed this before and I'm going to express it again. We should all be appalled at the uh, apost uh, the uh, the apostic state of the church. Most churches today have kicked Holy Spirit out of their church and have placed Holy Spirit somewhere in the back corner of their building. Churches who once moved and flowed with the power of the Holy Spirit have now turned their churches into man-made theme parks that entertain people instead of his presence. They are more interested in man's agenda than God's. They would rather fill a seat instead of a sanctuary with the glory of God. And ladies and gentlemen, that's facts. That's facts. I've been there. I've seen it. I continued. I, I, 
I have lunch with pastors of mega churches all the time, and they tell me how much they're dying on the inside. Why? Because they continue and to continue building their kingdom and building what they think is what God wants for them. And really what God wants for them is the power of God to wreck their church. Because when you start doing it in your own strength, ladies and gentlemen, you're do, you're, that's why you're so frustrated. That's why you have no joy and, and no strength because you're having to do it. But when you tap into the power of the Holy Spirit and when you give it all to Christ, he says, cast all your cares on me. Well, that's easier said than done. Shut your religious mouth up. Cast your cares on the, it's Bible. <laughs> it's Bible. And I tell pastors all the time, well, if you'll just, you know, worship just a five minutes long. You know, these people, they, they start churches and they, they got 5,000 people on their first service. Do you know you've got to, you have to, whatever you do, you got to continue to do that. You got to continue to feed the monster. If you do, if you build a church or build a business or build anything in your life around yourself, you've got to continue to feed it. But when you build something around the, the fire of God, the presence of God, the power that God feeds it. When we took over our business, we had to shift our business from Jeff and John directed to God directed. And when we began to shift it, did it take a minute? Yeah, it took a long minute. But when we shifted and said, we're going to be a supernatural business and not a, just a normal business, we gave it all to Christ did we shed a few tears? Yeah. Did we ask a few questions? God, are you sure? Yeah. But finally, we're in a place where we see God moving. It may have taken seven years, but we're seeing it today. But when you give everything to Christ and you say, this is yours, you gave it to us, so we give it back to you, it's going to be successful. And so I, I sit and I speak with pastors and they're, they're, they're pulling their hair out trying to figure out how to get people to come back to church, how to get people to, to get involved and all this other stuff. And it, well, how do you do it, Pastor John? I just love Jesus. It's up to the Lord to draw people, not me. Nothing that I do or say, this type of message actually would, would probably, a lot of folks would leave the middle of service doing this type of message. In fact, I might be making some of you mad right now, but, but, and if I am, it's because you're lukewarm, just FYI. Um, but, but what I'm trying to say is, and, 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 and I love all of our, all of the other, I love churches around here. I wouldn't have lunch with these guys if I didn't love them. But when they start coming to you asking you, why aren't you stressed out? Why didn't COVID shut you down? You're a small church. All the other churches shut down. Why, they didn't even open their doors back again. Why? Because we gave this to God a long time ago, and we said, this ain't going to be us. This ain't going to be about Jeff and John, about anybody. We're going to build everything around the fire of God. Now, I'm standing in Arizona Friday, and I'm literally thinking to myself, well, I'm, I'm in, let's back up. I'm in the airplane, and I'm thinking, man, it would sure be nice to just stay at the hotel tonight. 
And I'm in the hotel thinking that. And I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the plane. So I get to the hotel and I lay down. I'm like, it sure would be nice to just go ahead. I got to find an Uber and they may take me and bring me somewhere I don't want to go. I got to wear a mask. I just really should just stay. I, it's been a long day. Bags got lost. Didn't have my bags. My um, suitcase. But I had my Bible. Um, as I just really wanted to stay at the hotel, and that's when the Lord began to say, lukewarm. No, God, I'm really, I'm really tired. Lukewarm. But God, I was on the, I had to take four Dramamine just to get on the plane. So I was, when I say tired, I was getting there. I don't know about any of that. I was probably asleep. I probably passed out. But I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm trying to make an excuse. I'm coming to this church to get more of God, and I'm trying to find an excuse to stay home. How many times do we do that? <laughs> the mic cut out. How many times did we, did we do that? Oh, it's revival weekend. I'm just going to miss Friday night because I'll be there Saturday. <laughs> And so, so lukewarm says, let me just, let me just stay at home because, oh, John, Pastor John will understand. He's a great, he's a peacekeeper. He's a great guy. He gets it. Oh yeah, I get it. But I also push. Well, you're the pastor. You got to be there. Well, facts, but sometimes I don't want to be here. Can I be human? <laughs> Is that Okay. So I'm sitting there in the, in the plane, and I'm really trying to find an excuse. I'm laying down in my hotel room, flipping through the channels. Jesus, God is saying, lukewarm, lukewarm, lukewarm. I'm like, no, fire, fire, fire. And they'll pull my phone out, and I'm trying to find me an Uber. See, God, I told you, no one's going to be around. They're all over there in Phoenix. They're not even in Peoria. So I'm trying to find an Uber. Ding, ding. Now there's an Uber right across the street. So, okay, I see you. Okay. And so... And, of course, the only one that's available is the one that's $60. Okay, okay, I see you. So now you're going to make me, okay, pay $60 for a premium ride. Okay, got you. Okay. All right. And the church is only four minutes from the hotel, and I had to pay $60 for an Uber. Okay. I see you. I hear you. I'm going. And so we get there, and you got to stand in the line because you know there's a lot of people. And I'm thinking they're going to be like, Good evening. It's great to have you. No, baby, I get there, and the, the band is rocking. They're screaming, Good morning, Jesus! Revival says... And they're freaking out. Come on. I'm like, Xanax? <laughs> Not really. I'm joking. And they were going, man. They were going, and I and I pray that someday we'll be we're going to be that way. We'll be that we'll be that way. Yeah. We're, we're we're headed there. But I'm telling you what, they don't they don't greet you. Good morning, welcome to TGP. They don't they weren't doing any of that. They they were they were interceding and they were getting the atmosphere ripe for what God wants to do. They were preparing the way, like Apostle Fowler said a few weeks ago. They were they were going at it. And so um, the folks that I'm with, I'm. Of course, I'm lollygagging. I'm looking at stuff, T-shirts. 
And um, because again, you know, my mind was still in the hotel because you know I was on a plane, and uh, and Lord was saying, "Lukewarm, lukewarm." I'm tired. And so I'm in the in the foyer, and it's a great foyer, great product. I'm buying stuff, and Pastor Brennan says, uh, "Pastor John, come on." So okay, I'm going. And apparently they had they they had the pastors of the church saved us uh, chairs behind them. I said, "Oh, great!" And so, um, and I, we were literally right behind them. And so I'm I'm and they're so I start praying in tongues. Everybody else praying in tongues. So let me join them. So we start praying in tongues. And um, and that night was called Pray America. And so I thought we were just going to, you know, pray. I mean, it's called Pray America. So you, th- I thought we would. It was a kind of prayer service that would rock your world. It wasn't like all the lights are off and candles are lit, like we're having a seance or something. And it ain't nothing like that. The lights are bright. The band is kicking it. And you got folk all over the place praying and not some weak prayer but uh, i mean screaming and hollering and then let me say this to the person that says well he doesn't take all that hollering okay religion but they were they were they had more power there than we have ever had and it's because there are people of prayer and so if we want more of god we want we really want revival we've got to become people of prayer it's got to be a lifestyle we got to have more prayer services than we have revival meetings okay so anyway so i'm so i'm sitting there and i'm thinking you know you know anyway it doesn't matter what i was thinking but i was waiting for the preachers to sit down so i could sit down my feet were hurting and i was ready to sit Okay, I was ready. To, I'm just going to be real. And I hear the word, lukewarm, lukewarm. <laughs> Not me. My feet hurt. I'm tired. I've been in an airplane. My bags are lost. Those jokers never sat. I was on my feet. That prayer service, what last 30 minutes here praying, lasted four hours over there. <laughs> and those, the, the, Paul and Kim never sat down. So I was like, I'm not about to sit down. They're not sitting down. And so I, we stood up. And finally when I got into the car to go home, I was like, man. And the Lord said, I told you you were lukewarm. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, so let me, let me just, let me, let me just, let me just kind of process this. So I'm back at the hotel. Now remember, remember what Revelation 3 said. Oh, it's like 1145. Uh-oh. Revelation 3 said, it says, you, verse 17, for you claim I'm rich and getting richer and I don't need a thing. Yet you're clueless that you're miserable, poor, blind, barren, and naked. Now, they're not talking about physic, physical sense. They're speaking of a spiritual sense. And they're saying that because you're lukewarm and think you don't need anything, you're clueless to the fact that you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind, you're barren, and you're naked. So, me thinking I'm on fire, (laughs) 
seeing these folks move in the Holy Ghost like they did. It wasn't about, and, we're, and, and look, don't miss Wednesday night, because I'm going to show you some stuff Wednesday night, some videos that would blow your mind. So don't, don't just, don't be that, just that Sunday only person. Come Wednesday, because it's going to be powerful. So these people praying for America, and they were hitting this thing, man. It wasn't something, it wasn't some weak, it was, they meant it. And in Revelation chapter number two, we see an example where people have forsaken their first love. And John of Patmos writes a letter to the Ephesians church, and he's having an encounter, and the angel communicates to John the following. In Revelation two, you can write it down, verses one through five. I'm going to read it to you. It says, the angel says, write the following to the congregation in Ephesus. For these are the words of the one who holds the seven stars firmly in his right hand who walks among the seven golden lampstands i know all that you've done for me that you have worked hard and persevered you know he's talking to the church in ephesus says i know that you don't tolerate evil you have tested those who claim to be apostles and have proved that they're not for they were imposters i also know how you have bravely endured trials and persecutions because of my name yet you have not become discouraged and verse uh, number four, but I have this one thing against you. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me. At the beginning. Think about how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works of love you did at first. Or I'll come to you and remove your lampstand from its place of influence. If you do not repent. So here he's saying he's getting a prophetic message. And he's writing to this church who apparently has great influence, apparently has it going on. But they're so busy at this, the, the prophetic message is you have lost the passion that you had when you first began. This is a lot of churches today. They started off right. They, they really wanted to encounter Jesus. They wanted to feel the power of God. But numbers and money and attendance began to shift their focus. And now they're a, a theme park church that serves sugar, cotton candy every Sunday. And that's what people eat. And they're leaving. And their, their teeth are rotten. Their hearts are rotten. And they got some problems. And those folks are looking for churches, revival churches, who will help pull them out of the crap they're in and set them free into a new experience with God. And that's why we have the gathering place. That's why we opened our doors because we got tired, actually sick and tired of church as usual. Everyone wants to be an art church. Everybody wants to have Chris Hodges and, and preach his messages. Well, what about the message of the, of the gospel? Everybody wants to do his sermons and not God's sermons. Even self-proclaimed revival churches are now doing um, these series that you can go to Chris's website and download them and preach them every any Sunday you want. Well, what you know about that? Because I did it. <laughs> and it didn't work. 
Amen. So, talking to us today, and if you if you're not a, a member here, that you know, I hope this message is is, in, is is impacting you. But you know, I I we have got to get on fire for God. This week, looking bright. Jesus ain't coming back for a week bride. He's coming back for a bride that's full of power, full of the anointing, full of glory. The Bible says it's it's no blemish, no spot. No, no, it's gonna be a she gonna be fine, y'all. She gonna look good. She gonna smell good. She gonna sound good. He's coming for that type of church who is who is focused on him and not everything around him. A church on fire. A church on fire. Not some weak, passive, anyway. Fill in the blank. So God is saying, he said to the, to the church in Ephesus, I have this, you've, you've done great. You've, 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 um, you've, you've figured out who the fake people were in ministry. Um, you weren't discouraged. You endured a lot of stuff, persecutions. Uh, but you haven't been discouraged. But you have fallen, you've abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. Think about how far you've fallen. And I could, I got home that night and said, Lord, I love you. I want more of you. But I don't think I've fallen that far. And so I get, I, we, we go in and out burger. The next morning, yes. it was my first time. Jeff, we got to get in and out burger here. Okay. It was so good. After Gringo's, correct. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> and so, and I'm, so I'm eating my burger, and, and I'm having this, these conversations with myself. And, and they, they, they want to go to the outlet mall, so that's fine. So we go to the outlet mall, and me and... Me and um, Pastor Jim sit and we talk at the coffee shop and I'm eating my cookie thinking. Trying to have a conversation. And the Lord just keeps on saying, consider your ways. God, we're a revival church. Yeah, but there's more. And so when I got home, I finally... He took me to Revelation 3 and the Revelation 2 and let me let me finish this out and I'll go there. And I'm going to I'm going to mention this too. And this is going to be a, a, a sore subject but the body of Christ has to get back to the house of God. This mess about well it's online and I'll just watch it online. You know, look, guys. Online church is wonderful, and we bless those that are watching. But online church are for people who can't get out. Like our precious Melissa Blanchard. Okay? It's for people who, who have to work. It's for people who can't be here. Honey, if you got breath in your body and gas in your car, be here. And if you need help with gas... We will help you. <laughs> we will help you. 
but do what, and if you don't go here, find a church that's Bible-based, full of power, and plant yourself in that church. We, we, have to, we have to shift from an online format to assembling together. The Bible didn't say to assemble online. It says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. If you got to wear a mask, wear a mask. We don't care. We've got them. Just get back. Get back to the house of God. Get back to fellowship with one another. Get back to having lunch with each other and praying with each other and having regular fellowship with each other. The book of Acts, they went from house to house to house, and they ate all the time. They weren't scared of anything. Why are you so scared? Come on, y'all. We got to We got to we got to raise the standard. We got to raise the bar. You really, you really, really want revival? There's some things that you're going to have to give up. Gray's Anatomy, whatever else. What is that thing you watch? The Masked Dancer or something? There's some things you're going to have to give up. Jeff said, Jeff was over here yesterday about something about, I vow that I'm never going to do something about. Was it about the Astros or something? But there's some things that are going to have to change in your life. If you really want God, if you really want all that, the fullness of, you're going to have to make some adjustments on your calendar. Fishing ain't important anymore when God shows up. And I, I like fishing. You know, Lukewarm says, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm just going to skate the fence. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Skate that fence, honey. And when you fall off, let me know. Because you're not going to be able to skate that fence for too long. The Bible says, choose you whom you're going to serve. You're either going to serve Satan or God. Pick it. You can't serve both. So this a minute ago, this type of preaching will make the lukewarm person mad. It would probably make someone want to leave this church. Most lukewarm people have hardened, calloused hearts. And usually that's happened because they've got hurt down the line somewhere, and hurt turned into bitterness. Bitterness turned into anger, and now they're angry at God or his body, and they refuse to get healed. And now they sit and mock the church and God's people. And that's where a lot of folks are today who, who, are, who used to go to church. They've been hurt in church, and they sit back, and now they make fun of the people that they used to go to church with. And if you know somebody like that, then you have a responsibility to go and help heal them. Let me say it for the folks on TV. If you know somebody who's who was hurt in church, can you go out there and minister to them and love them, bring them food, bring them, do something to let them know that Jesus loves them and the body of Christ loves them and whatever happened, get over it and let's get healed. You know, when I, when I, when I was hurt in church, ain't nobody from that church trying to knock on my door. Where you been? And the, 
They, they know I came to me and said, you hadn't been in eight months. They don't know what they told me. Well, you should have come to us. I want to say you arrogant, full of crap preacher. Right? We're the church. I'm hurt. And you want me to come to you? I don't even like you. Right? Right? Come on. It's our responsibility to go pick up somebody, dust them off, love on them, raise them up. That's what we're called to do. Not the person that's hurt. They can't even lift their head. We've got it so twisted and so backwards. Twisted leadership will twist your life all around. Bunch of twisted preachers who think just because they got a large church that they can't go scoop somebody up off the ground. Get out of the pulpit. Sorry. I, I'm not no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry because the preachers need to hear this. Get up off your throne and do something. You're not God. Well, in fact, God would, would scoop somebody up off the ground if they were hurt. Who are you? Religion says, well, I'm, I'm the preacher. Let me send my associate. Let me, let me. So you're so good and so busy with Jesus that you can't pick up the phone and call somebody? You couldn't go. To, you had my address. You got my number. Text me. How are you? And you in, in text, you can do abbreviations. HRU. <laughs> Easy. I'm just talking. Because you know what? I'm so mad at the devil. I'm so mad because we've got this church thing so twisted. It's really about love. It's really, it's really about us coming together, being the ecclesia, the legislative body of Christ, decreeing and declaring what heaven's saying. And, and we got folks so worried about, well, well, are they going to give? What about those ones that always give that, that thousand dollars? We got to make sure they're happy. While the guy, on, the guy that just snuck in the back door that lives on the street, you won't even have anything to do with them because they can't give you what you want. You're prostituting the gospel, what you're doing, and you need to go ahead and have a seat. You need to go ahead and have, you fake preach. Don't even get me started. And it's sad because it's, it's true. It's sad because it's true. And may we never hear me. May we never end up that way. And if we do, we can close our doors because we failed. It's not about money. It's not about how nice car I drive or what I wear. It's about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And that is our focus. How do we win the lost? So what am I doing today? I'm trying to... I'm trying to get us on fire. I'm trying to say, you know what? Let's not be lukewarm. Let's not just go this far and go no more. Let's not stop at just faith teaching or the healing teaching or the revival teaching and not move forward. 
Let's not just stop at a at, at your old pastor's way of thinking, but let's move into a new thing that God is saying. Let's do let's shake the past off and move forward. Let's get the fire of God back in our homes and back in our lives and back in our families. In closing, the third group are the burning ones. You have cold people, which are the lost people. You got the lukewarm folk that, unfortunately, maybe some of us in this room, some of you watching. And the third group are the burning ones. These people are revival people. They're hungry people. They're presence people. They're Jesus people. These folks uh, have grew up in church or have been in church for a long time, and they're sick and tired of dry, dead, boring church. They're sick and tired of being given cotton candy on Sunday and not a great big steak. They're tired of, of programs and plans and this, that, and the other, and they just want God. Now, understand, I understand we've got to have an assimilation program. I understand we've got to have a youth group. I understand, I understand. But most importantly, we've got to have the power of God. I will never trade the power of God in for a program. Ever. Everything in this church revolves around the fire of God. Every ministry, everything we do is built around the move of God. Everything. These people have a holy frustration and they're specifically wanting more of God. They are leaving theme parks, sugar diet churches in droves, and they're looking for churches who say what they mean and mean what they say. Tired of theme park churches who offer a lot but never deliver. There was a cry deep on the inside of this army who's asking the question, God, when are you going to move again? When are you going to show up in power and glory? When, God, when, when are you going to come? They're longing for an experience that is unexplainable but undeniable. Yes. An encounter with the holy God. Yes. Leonard Ravenhill said, the less power a church has, the more entertainment it has. He said, the only reason we don't have revival is because we're willing to live without it. Wow. He said, when God-given, heaven-sent revival comes, it will undo in weeks the damage that blasphemous modernism has taken years to build. Let's stand. When God-given, heaven-sent revival comes, it will undo in weeks the damage yeah. that blasphemous modernism has taken years to build. Yeah. And I'm just wondering... Who's building your church? Huh? Who's building TGP? Is it man's hands or is it God's hands? Is it, who's, if you don't go here, who, to this church, what, the church you go to, who's building that? Is it your preacher? Is it the staff? Is it the worship team? Or are they building it around the fire of God? The move of God? Well, you know, pastor, I don't know. Let me say, you need to go ask them. You need to go ask them. Every head bowed and every eye closed today. Just leave us up there. Leave there. 
And this is where the rubber meets the road, ladies and gentlemen. The rubber's going to meet the road right now. And you can lie if you want, but you don't have to. You say today, Pastor John, I'm lukewarm, and I need the fire of God. Lift up your hand. I'm comfortable in my complacency. I'm comfortable with church as normal. I'm comfortable. I don't really care. I just come just to come. I don't care. Come on, lift your hand. You're lukewarm. Lukewarm. Now step out of your seat and come up here. I had to do it. I'm going to make you. Come on. I'm lukewarm, and I need the fire. I once had it, Pastor John, and I don't got it no more. I don't even like coming. It's all right. I'm going to wait for the others because there's others. Come on. You say, I need the fire. When I need the fire. Come on, I once had it, and I need it. Y'all move up all the way up to the altar. Come close. Come on. We're going to make another line. You say, Pastor John, I once prayed in tongues, and I don't pray in tongues anymore, and I need a fresh baptism of Holy Ghost power. I want you to come. Or you've never prayed in the Holy Ghost before, and you want the, you want the t- tongues as the baptism. I want you to come forward right now. Come on, if you never prayed in tongues before, or if you just want a fresh baptism, I want you to come. Tongues is the devil. Nope. It's not. Go ahead and turn the music up, please. Come on, lukewarm people, I'm still waiting on you. Come on. Come on, just be real. Let your guard down. Be real. Come on, you once were burning on fire for God. You once... Come on. I'm just going to leave it the way it is. Everybody at the altar, lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just receive the power of the Holy Ghost right now. Right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Come on, just receive him right now, right where you are. We receive the power. Light us on fire. Light us on fire. Light us on fire. Come on, light us on fire. Light us on fire. Come on, even your pastor had to say, light me on fire. And if your pastor had to do it, I know there's a lot of us in the room that need to do it. It wasn't because my fire was out. It's because I was tired. And I need more fire. 
So just receive it. Come on, receive it. And if some of you are scared to respond, that's all right. Just receive the fire right where you are. Come on, just receive it. We want more, 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 more. Burn, burn, burn. We want to burn. Not smoke. We want to be fire. 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 More, more fire. More power, more presence. Come on, more. 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 Well, if you're a guest here and you don't know what's going on, hey, this is just flowing with the Spirit. That's all this is. There's nothing scary, nothing spooky. It's just, it's just a partnering with the Holy Spirit. More fire. More fire. More fire. More fire. Hey, Betty, come pray for her. More fire. More fire. We want more. We want more. More fire. With fire comes more responsibility. <laughs> fire. More fire. More glory. More fire. More fire. More fire. More fire. More. 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 More fire. More fire. Mm. Come on, if you pray in tongues, go ahead and pray in tongues. You're good. Come on, you're good. More fire. 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 More lit than she's ever been. Prophetic revelation, let it flow. Yes. Mm. Come on. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow, Mama. Let it flow.
Father, just restore to him. Not what he's experienced before, but give him the new that he longs for. fresh baptism in your presence and in your power and in the spirit restore 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 friend, Father, I thank you for his heart for what you're doing, Father. You're making it through. Come on, say, I want more. Come on, I want more. There's so much more so much more fire upon her in Jesus name 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 in Jesus if you need to leave I get you there's cookies in the back we love you God bless you but if you need to come up here for prayer come on come on come on Father we love you we thank you we want more, Father. We bless you guys. If you need to leave, we understand. If not, come up here and worship with us. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Come on, we bless you, Lord. We will not be lukewarm. We'll be fire hot, red hot for you, Father. Red hot for you, Father. Red hot, full of the fire, full of the power of God. Full of Holy Ghost power. Power, power, power. Power, power, power. Power, power, power. More. Come on, you got to break out of that. Into the new thing. Break out and into what I'm doing in you. You've, 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 you've uh, tiptoed in it. Now plant your feet, says the Lord. Plant your feet. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. 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 More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. Cheyenne, come here. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. 
You can handle it. You can handle it. You can handle it. You can handle it. More. 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 Julia. You can handle more. 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 Come on, we receive you. We receive more. We receive more. And the Lord. Hey, Jim. Jim. Pray for Lucas right here. Can you pray for Lucas right here? Ooh. Uh, hey, Carl Bean. Can you come pray, pray for Clint, please? Hayes and Garrett, y'all come over here.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, pray for these two guys. Thank you, Jesus.